Good morning. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. For the Lord, he is good. 
and his mercy endureth forever. I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord so that we can praise and magnify his holy name so that we can be strengthened one from the other. That love that runs from breast to breast, that praise where the fire may start over here and just go across the sanctuary. Let's give the Lord God a hand clap of praise. For he is worthy. He is worthy of all of our praise. We welcome those that are joining us this morning by way of live streaming. This is a special day. Not only is it baccalaureate service day where we honor the class of 2023, but we also give honor to the families of those men and women that gave the ultimate sacrifice for this country. And then, above all, we give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, this being the fourth Sunday. We will have the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. Those of you that are at home, you may want to get a cracker or a piece of bread and some juice as we observe the Lord's Supper at the end of this service. Let us pray. We thank you, Lord God. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for being the loving, for being the kind, for being the considerate, for being the amazing Savior that you are. Lord, we see your blessings and your love every day. Thank you for loving us, not because of. Well, we thank you, Father, for loving us in spite of ourselves. We humbly ask, Father, that you will have mercy on those that are sick and shut in. Father, we ask that you will have mercy on those that are behind prison bars. Lord God, have mercy on every person that desires to be up and in somebody's service. Lord God, thank you, though, that you've blessed us to be here. And Lord, we ask that you will touch everything that we do. Lord, bless what we do here in this service as it give honor and glory to your holy and righteous name. Thank you now, Lord, for all that you have done. Thank you for what you are doing. Father, we thank you for what you will do, being the God that has never and never will change. Thank you now, Lord. We ask that you will bless us, keep us, and let us leave this place better than we were before we came. We will forever give you all of the honor and the glory, and we ask that you will hear this prayer and accept it in the precious and matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and all the people said amen. 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 You may be seated. We now will have the entrance and recognition of our graduates, the class of 2023.
good morning. First, I would like to introduce our K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church High School seniors, Zoe Arcule Chambers. Zoe is the daughter of Erica Chambers. She is a 2023 graduate of Clinton High School where she organized the first black history program at Clinton High School, and she was a member of the National Honor Society. Zoe will attend Tougaloo College and major in political science with a minor in pre-law. Madison Duvall. Madison is the daughter of Driscoll and Kenesha Duvall and the granddaughter of Aggie Duvall. She is a 2023 graduate of Northwest Rankin High School where she is a member of the Thespian Hall of Fame, executive co-president of the student body and student advisor for the Mississippi Department of Education. Madison plans to attend the University of Mississippi where she will major in social studies education and African American studies. Nia Hampton. Nia Hampton is the daughter of Reginald Hampton and Tanisha Henderson, and the granddaughter of Miss Pauline Henderson. She is a 2023 graduate of Colleen Forest High School, where she has received numerous awards for placing first in track and field and high honor roll. Nia will be attending Texas A&M in Corpus Christi, Texas, where she will be majoring in kinesiology and sports medicine. Quadre Latiker. Quadre Latiker is the son of Dr. Tony and Leticia Latiker. He is a 2023 graduate of Northwest Wankin High School. He received the College Board National Recognition for Outstanding African American Award and the Distinguished Academic Endorsement of the National English Society. Terrence Deshaun Moncure Jr. Terrence is the son of Terrence Sr. and Marquita Moncure and the great nephew of Donnie and Gwen Moncure. He is a 2023 honors graduate of Murrah High School. Terrence was accepted into the Bagley College of Engineering at Mississippi State University. He will major in computer science and history. Brandon Charles Russell. Brandon is the son of Tina Henry. He is a 2023 graduate of Callaway High School, where he served as Mr. Callaway 2023 and a member of the National Honor Society. He plans to attend Mississippi State University where he will major in biochemistry with the ultimate goal of becoming a dermatologist. Dylan Stewart. Dylan is the son of Ray Stewart and Crystal Anderson and the grandson of Fern Anderson. He is a 2023 graduate of Germantown High School, where he is a member of the Beta Club and academically achieved straight A's and honor roll recognition. 
Dylan will attend Jackson State University and major in biology pre-med in hopes of becoming an anesthesiologist. Karen Fleming. Karen Fleming is the daughter of Albert Fleming Jr. and Natasha Bennett Williams. She is a graduate of Murrah High School, where she was a member of the National Honor Society and first sergeant of JR, JROTC. Cameron will attend the University of Mississippi and major in accounting. I will now introduce the K Chapel. Um, 2023 master's degrees and doctoral degrees. Erica Chambers is a 2023 graduate of Bellhaven University, where she received her master's degree and master in business administration. She is also the mother of one of our 2023 high school graduates, Zoe Chambers. Miranda Warner Thurman will be receiving a Master of Science degree in nursing from the University of Mississippi Medical School of Nursing in Jackson, Mississippi. She is a member of the Sigma Theta Thai Honor Society and has been accepted into the, doctor, into the Doctorate of Nursing Practice program at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Ronald, Thur Ronald Turner II. Ronald is a 2023 20, graduate of Bellhaven University, where he has received a master's degree in health administration. Ronald is a presidential scholar. Dr. Morris L. Dixon Jr. received his doctorate of ministry degree from Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia in November of 2022. Haley Peterson is a 2023 graduate of the University of Mississippi School of Medicine where she is well she will future her education with residency training in anesthesiology at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Haley Peterson. At this time, we will recognize our golden graduates. If you are present and if you are able, we ask that you will stand when your name is called. Mother Loretta Epps. Herman Porter. Dr. Lou Helen Sanders. Aaron Thompson, Jr. Erlene Wheeler. And lastly, Mandy Strong White.
Thank you. You may be seated. Can we celebrate all of our graduates? Come on, let's give them a great big hand. Come on, come on, let's celebrate them this morning. High school, master's, doctorate, 50th year. To God be the glory. Amen. As you continue to worship while our young people are coming. Come on, give them a hand. Come on, give them a hand as they come, as they worship God in their own way through the art of, of dance. They're going to give God glory this morning, and they invite you to worship by clapping your hands, by waving your hands, by stomping your feet. Do something. Say amen.
Good morning. I'm you, Deacon Joshua Duvall. The scriptures for the morning will come from the third chapter of Ephesians, verses 14 through 21, and they read as follow. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with, with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is breadth, length, and depth, and height, and to know that the love of Jesus, which passeth through knowledge, that ye may be filled with all fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to be doing exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory and church by Jesus Christ through all ages, world without end. Amen. God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your hedge protection around our families daily. We say a special favor for those families that are suffering through bereavement, Father. We ask that you keep them encouraged and remind them that you are a refuge and our strength, a very present help in times of trouble. We thank you for our pastor that provided a spoken word this morning. We ask that today's lesson inspires all to remain faithful in our works and being the type of Christian that you created us to be. We ask these and other blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. Amen. Amen. Listen, it, it, it's not out of line for me to say this morning, happy birthday. Now, I know you're looking around saying, whose birthday is it? It's yours. It's mine. It's all of our birthday. I'm going to tell you why. Today is Pentecost Sunday. I don't believe y'all talking to me in here. It is the birth of the church. For on this day, the Holy Spirit came as cloven tongues of fire, set down upon those who were gathered in the upper room and gave them the ability. Happy birthday, y'all. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place and I know it's the spirit of the Lord is there anybody in this house that's glad that the Holy Ghost has come and dwells with us lives in us is a part of us hallelujah glory to his name amen 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 so happy birthday amen happy birthday to you happy birthday to us this is our day, the day that the church came into existence and the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit made himself known and dwells with us now and forevermore. Amen and amen. Listen, today is also the last day that you can register for Vacation Bible School. <laughs> amen. So listen, if you have not registered for Vacation Bible School, go ahead and get that done now. All you need to do is point your phone uh, at the QR code that's on the screen now. If you're watching, if you're watching and you need to get registered online, or if you're here and you're watching, you can point your phone there and get registered. Make sure. I, I know there are over a hundred who have already registered, but I, but I, we always know there's going to be a few who just going to show up. Amen. And we want to have as few as many to just show up. 
Why? Because we're preparing dinner. We want to have enough food prepared for everybody. So if you will, help us with the count by making sure that you and your children are registered for Vacation Bible School. Also, it's also today is also the last day for our young people to sign up for Youth Weekend Retreat. Uh, go to the K-Chapel website, scan that QR code that's on the screen as well, uh, and you can register today. But registration closes today for both the Vacation Bible School and for our youth retreat weekend. Amen? Amen. Amen. Listen, Nate Ruffin, Swing for Knowledge Golf Tournament is coming up June 16th. We need you to sign up and participate if you're going to play uh, in your one-some, two-some, three-some, or four-some, I guess it is. Amen. We need you to register for, uh, for the uh, Swing for Knowledge Golf uh, tournament That is always a huge success, always a huge success. And, and so if you've got your team already lined up, go ahead and get that registered as well. want to remind you that the 20th year gala, gala, however you want to pronounce it, you say potato, I say patata, gala, gala, uh, it, is, it is selling out quickly, you all. There, there are 19 tables that have already sold. I think there's something about 23, 24 maybe. Is that right? Where's, where's brother, uh, da, 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 brother Williams? Brother Williams? How many tables? 31. All right, all right. 19 of 31 have already been sold. Amen. So you can purchase a table or you can purchase individual tickets. Individual tickets are $75 uh, per ticket. Tables are $600. Why don't you just go ahead and purchase a table and then give tickets to your friends? Amen. Amen. That way you can control who sits at your table because I know you don't want everybody, anybody at your table. Amen. So go ahead and buy a table and then you can control who's at your table. Amen. Amen. God bless you. $600 for the table, $75 per ticket. Listen, also want to remind you and thank God for our Sunday school delivered books to Walton Elementary School uh, last weekend, I last week, I believe it was. And so thank you to our Sunday school and thank you to our uh, K-Chapel members for making sure that as children go away for the summer that they have at least two books from their reading list uh, to make sure that they don't go into the summer slump. Amen. And so we thank Sister Divinity and all of the committee who worked with her to make sure that these children get the books that they need. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. We're going further into our worship experience through giving. Good morning, K Chapel. I say good morning, K Chapel. Well, it's time to know for time. This is the time where we all get the opportunity now to bless the Lord through our giving. We here at K Chapel, we understand that to fully worship God includes our offerings, which are given primarily for three reasons here at K Chapel. The first reason why we give, it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. The second reason why we give, because it's a sign of thanksgiving for God providing provision for all our needs. And the third reason why we give here at King Chapel is simply because we just want to see the kingdom of God grow through the missions and ministries that occur here, through our city, our state, our nation, and even around the world through King Chapel. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by using the traditional envelope system. You can mail it in, or you can drop it off by the office. Or you can also use the K-Chapel app. Now, for those of you that are with us by way of live stream, you too can bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your stream. So how much you give, and whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you to do so 
without grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. God bless you, or you may come now and serve the people.
offering that has been received today is it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journey, guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watch over us on every path we follow. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Good morning, K Chapel. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. There are those this morning that are in need of your prayers, and we ask that you keep the Campbell and the Collins families in your prayers. Deacon Lawrence Campbell Sr. lost his mother, Miss Martha Campbell of Natchez, Mississippi. Ms. Campbell was 99 years old. Funeral arrangements are incomplete at this time and will be shared when made available. Sister Vera Collins lost her sister, Ms. May Nell Benson. The funeral was held on yesterday, May 27th, at Good Hope Baptist Church in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. We have in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Sister Christy Wright-Jones, Brother Ira Roberts, Sister Gloria Greer, Sister Jackie Simmons, Deaconess Minnie Ellis, and Brother Benny Larry. We have recovering at home, Miss Jessica Lee, Reverend Leroy Harrington, Sister Bunny Scott, Brother Jeff Simmons, Sister Irene Shepherd, Sister Deborah Ledbetter, Sister Wilmer Jean Chaffee, Brother Kelvin Roselle, Brother John Sanders, Brother Aaron Thompson Sr., Sister Anita Shaw, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Shirley Swims, Brother Al Buchanan, Brother Sammy Henderson, Sister Dorothy Jones, and Brother Jerome Thompson. We have also asking for prayer, Cos Smith, who is in St. Jude's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, also Mrs. Janet Sherrod, and Miss Carolyn Jackson of Montgomery, Alabama. I have a card here that reads, thank you for the heartfelt sympathy during the time of our loss. God bless you for your concern, love, Monroe and family. And with that being said, as I always say, as you travel during the week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, thank God that you can. Amen. Amen. Amen.
I really could just give the benediction right now. Because that is the message that Jesus loves you. He loves me. Even when we were on the wrong side of things, he, he yet loved you. When you didn't deserve to be loved, he loved you. When you acted like you didn't love him, he still loved you. Yes, Jesus loves us. And I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor depth nor height nor any anything shall be able to separate us from the love of God. You missed your shout. Nothing shall separate us from his love. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. So good to see each of you on this morning, this Lord's Day. And I understand we have a family reunion in the house. So good to see those of you who are sharing with us. Family reunion, uh, Davenport, Lawson, and Cade uh, uh, Descendants. How about that? <laughs> Amen. Why don't y'all stand and let us see you. Welcome to Cade Chapel. Welcome home. Amen. Welcome home. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Good to have you all with us on this morning. Amen. Amen. For benefits of our visitors and those who are watching online, these are descendants of Isham Cade, uh, for whom this, this church is named after. Amen. And so we thank God that we still have a strong connection. Amen. With this family. Amen. I want to invite you to the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Read earlier in your hearings were verses 14 through 21. I just want to zero in on verses 20 and 21. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This morning I want to preach from the subject, it's in you. It's in you. Graduates, it's in you. Every Lord's Day is a special day that we are given the opportunity to gather together and collectively worship the Almighty God. But this morning is particularly special for at least two reasons. One, I've already indicated to you. First, because on the liturgical calendar, it is Pentecost Sunday. Observed on the seventh Sunday after Easter, Pentecost in the Christian church is when we celebrate the blessing of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and all the other followers of Jesus Christ as it is mentioned in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2. 
you study it when you get home, but perhaps you remember what happened in Acts 2. Disciples were in Jerusalem all together in one place. There, while they were in that place, as instructed by Jesus, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit descended upon them as cloven tongues of fire, and that all of them were filled with the Holy Ghost. As a result of them being filled with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak, declaring the wonders of God in different languages. People who were in Jerusalem were confused because here were these unlearned Galileans speaking in foreign languages saying the same thing. What kind of coordinated effort must this have taken to get all of these people together? First of all, to get anybody together to say the same thing is a feat in and of itself. I mean in the same language. But then to get them to say the same thing in different languages, what, what had to be going on? And so somebody put it out that they had to be drunk. That uh, They had to have been drunk with wine, and that set the stage for Peter to explain to them that it wasn't the wine, but that it was what the prophet Joel had prophesied when he said, In the last days the Lord says he will pour upon all flesh my spirit and upon your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In other words, Peter says, this is not the result of Merlot, but this is the result of the Holy Ghost. This is not a product of, of Pinot Noir or a result of Sauvignon Blanc, but this is because the Holy... You might as well say amen because I'm going to call your label if you don't. This is because the Holy Ghost is in us. The Holy Ghost is in us. And then Peter goes on and he teaches about Jesus, the Son of God and the Savior of the world. And as a result of Peter's first sermon, 3,000 souls are saved. 3,000 people are baptized. This, 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 is without, this, is without, this is without projections and screens and lights. This is without the organs and the instruments. This is without any of the uh, modern-day accoutrements that, that we think we have to have in order to get our worship and our praise on. Without any of that, 3,000 folks said, I believe. I believe. And so... The liturgical calendar says that we ought to celebrate this for it being Pentecost Sunday. But then there is the local church and our calendar that says it is Baccalaureate Sunday. The day that we celebrate the commencement of high school graduates as well as those who have completed undergraduate and graduate degrees. And as a community of faith. We look forward to this day in celebration of all that God has allowed each of you to accomplish. These are milestones that you and your families will cherish. And what better way than us to collectively thank God together and worship God together for these individual stories of academic success. I'm looking at each of you and I'm inspired by your stories. We have a mother and daughter graduating together. I'm inspired by your stories. What, what, what better way than us to come together and thank God for what he is doing? And so 
the question becomes, all right, so what do we do? Do we go with the liturgical calendar, the universal church, or do we go with the local church calendar and it being baccalaureate Sunday? It might present a problem in determining which to concentrate upon and where to focus our lens of worship, Pentecost Sunday or Baccalaureate Sunday. But I believe that we can faithfully celebrate both. Because as we lift you and your academic accomplishments up, we can also make the necessary point that where you are and who you are and what you have been able to do so far is because of what's in you. It's in you. It's in you as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, filled by the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. It's in you to succeed, for with God nothing shall be impossible. It's in you to conquer, for we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. It's in you to overcome, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. It's in you to be productive, for all who abide in him will bring forth much fruit. It's in you to do things that nobody expected, for eye has not seen and ear has not heard and neither has it entered into the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him it's in you for these things to come together for all things work together for the good to them who love the Lord and who are the called according to his purpose it's in you it's in you to cause people to try to figure out how could you come from such meager beginnings and underfunded school districts and under-resourced schools and still end up with graduate degrees and go to some of these country's finest institutions. It's in you. Why? For God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. So it's no contradiction at all to celebrate both Pentecost Sunday and Baccalaureate Sunday because where you are today and what we celebrate about you today is in recognition that it's because it's in you. We who believe in Jesus Christ have been given the Holy Spirit who is our paraclete, our aid, and our assistant. Listen to what Jesus says about it in John 14 and 16. He says, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in, I wish somebody would say it's in you, it's it's in you, it's in you, it's in you. Jesus further describes the Holy Ghost saying, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and remind you of all that I said unto you. In John 16 and 13, Jesus says of the Holy Ghost, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. It's in you. The comforter, it's in you, the spirit of truth. It's in you, the teacher. It's in you, the reminder. It's in you, the helper. It's in you, the guide. It's in you, everything you need now and forever as a child of God and as a believer in Jesus Christ. It's already in you. And I would 
I would, I would, I might have to take this hood off because it's getting hot in here. I would that on this Pentecost Sunday that every baptized believer would join in with these graduates this morning and make a promise to yourselves to go through the rest of your life knowing and believing and declaring it's in me. It's in me. I can do all things because it's in me. I will be productive in life because it's in me. There's nothing that's too hard for me because it's in me. Nothing impossible because it's in me. And from the life, the times of the Apostle Paul is written in the, in the various letters, we can see at least three things that the Holy Spirit empowered him and empowers us to do. Now unto him, he says, who was able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. From this benedictory thought, we can surmise that God is able to do in you, with you, and for you more than you can ask or imagine according to the power that's in you. Now here it is. Here it is. The mistake, Stanley, that most of us make when we read this scripture is that we shout too early. Can I show you? Most of us, when we read this scripture, we shout too early. We shout about the fact that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. That's where we get our shout on. Because he's able to do more than I can ask, more than I can imagine, more than I can put my mind to. He's able to do exceedingly more. And we start shouting, but you shouted too early. The shout ain't there. Keep reading. According to the power that's in you. See, that's where your shout is because... What this says is that God is able to do more than you can imagine according to what's already working inside. Ah, you missed your shout. You, 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 listen, the power to do exceeding abundantly above what you can ask or think is already in each of you. You don't have to get more of it. It's already in you. You don't have to fast and pray for it. It's already in you. You don't have to get rebaptized. It's already in you. You don't have to tarry for it. It's already in you. You don't have to wait for it. It's already in you. You don't have to have someone lay hands on you. It's already in you. You don't have to run around and spin around and fall out it's already I wish I had two or three folk who understood that when I said yes to the Lord God put his Holy Spirit inside of me it's already in me the issue is not if you have it the issue is are you willing to let what's in you 
work outside of you. That's where Paul found himself as an apostle. One who in his own words was the least of all the apostles. He said he was not even counted worthy to be an apostle. But by the grace of God, Paul says, I am what I am. That's somebody's testimony this morning. I, I, I don't deserve to have this robe on, but by his grace, I am what I am. Somebody got some doctor bars. You can say, by his grace, I am what I am. You got your master's hood on. You ought to tell your neighbor, by his grace, I am what I am. I am what I am. But Paul had to get to that point. He had to learn, watch this, how to be secure in his own skin. Because you got some folk who will cause you to question your worthiness. Oh, I'm going to help somebody today. You, you, you have some folk who, who will bring up things that should have disqualified. I wish I had two or three witnesses. They will bring up your past and bring up your mistakes and bring up all of the problems that plagued you and, and cause you to try to wonder and question if God's favor is fair. Let me go on record. No, it ain't fair. That's what makes it favor. So here it is. Three things that Paul discovered was in him to do that is also in you to do. It's in you. It's in you, first of all, to forget whatever has the potential to keep you from pursuing your greatest self. It's in you to forget. Whatever has the potential to keep you from pursuing your greatest self. Paul had a past. He was not always a missionary and a preacher, but he was a murderer and a persecutor of the church. He had a past. He was at one time the church's greatest enemy. He had his past. His reputation preceded him as being the single most greatest threat to, in, to practicing Christians. And all of that changed for him one day when he was on that Damascus road. After a personal experience with God, Saul becomes Paul and he is given a new name, given a new identity, given a new mission in life to go and establish churches and empower the saints of God. Here is Paul living out his new mission, living in his new name, living out his new identity. But somebody said, ain't that Saul? Y'all do know that's just... He just, he just switched the S to a P. That's still, that's still old Saul. He, that's, you, you can't trust that. that, that that's, that's just sleight of hand. He's, he's still the same old man. Paul, he is going on doing the Lord's work, but understands that doing God's work does not come without its own challenges. Paul was shipwrecked doing God's work. Paul was snake-bitten, doing God's work. 
He was beaten doing God's work. He was put into jail doing God's work. And somebody this morning needs to understand that the work that you've been called to do and equipped to do and empowered to do is not always easy to do. I really feel like preaching in here. It's not only not easy to do, but also it's not always fun to do. One of the challenges with this generation is an understanding that you are not always going to have fun at work. I can't, I can't get no help right there. I can't, I can't get no help right there. You, you're not going to always have fun. That's why they call it. I wish I had a witness in here. You, you, you going thinking you ought to enjoy every day. It's going to be some hard days. It's going to be some days you feel like turning it in and turning it out. And not going to always even feel like going to work. But Paul wanted to work for the Lord and he went in understanding that there were going to be some challenges. He went to work as a missionary spreading the gospel of Jesus. But not only is he met with storms that wrecked his boat and snakes that bit his body, but he is met with people who did not believe his testimony. And as they tried to discredit him, Paul had to get to the point where he says in Philippians 3 and 13, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. In other words, Paul says, I had to put some stuff behind me. Listen to me, graduates, high schoolers in particular. The enemy would like nothing more than for you to abort your future because of your past. Past mistakes, past records, past problems, past decisions, past performance. But it's in you not to be bound by your past. It's in you not to live in your past. It's in you not to be stuck in your past. It's in you not to let your past be your future. So maybe, maybe you didn't finish high school with honors. Or maybe your performance was not strong, but that does not mean that that has to define the rest of your academic career. Maybe you struggle in math, maybe you struggle in chemistry or English composition. That does not mean that you won't do well in college. Put that in your past. Paul knew that he had within him the power and the potential of being a great preacher, but doing so meant he had to forget what was behind him and forget those who were trying to remind him. So it's in you. It's in you, secondly, not just only to forget, but it's in you to finish whatever you and God have started together. It's in you to finish whatever you and God. See, because you started some stuff without God. 
That's a whole nother sermon that I'm going to have to preach. But, but, but I'm talking about the things that you and the Lord started together. It's in you to finish. Yes. As I look over this class of graduates, I see teenagers, but I also see young parents. I see older adults who pursued their degrees at later stages in life. And the point is that it's just this, is that it is in you to finish whatever you and the Lord began together. That's the word of truth that Paul declares in Philippians 1 and 6 when he says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God completes whatever he begins. God finishes what he starts. And because the spirit of God is in you, it is in you to complete what you start. It's in you to finish what you start. You have in you what it takes to finish whatever you begin. Even, 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 even if you have to stop for a while. You have the ability to finish what you began even if you have to stop for a while. My God, if you have to take a break, if you have to, have to sit out a semester, sit out a year, God has put in you whatever you need to finish what you, I wish I had a witness in this house, whatever you have started. The reality, my brothers and sisters, is that life is not always linear. Sometimes there are interruptions. Sometimes there are unexpected circumstances. Sometimes there are unanticipated situations, unplanned predicaments that require you to shift gears. But it is in you to start, what, to finish what you started. And that goes for finishing school, but also finishing your vows. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's in you. To finish what you started, you started out saying, I love you through thick and thin, and, and, and I will be there with you in sickness and in health. Come on and talk to me if you can. For better, for worse, forsaking all others. Don't look at me like that. That was in your vows. And it's in you to finish what you started. Because you started it in the church with God. It's in you. It's in you. Yeah, that goes for finishing school, but it goes for keeping your vows. It goes for work, but it also goes for ministry. That goes for parenting your children. It goes for writing that book. It goes for getting that degree. It goes for starting that business. It goes for living a holy life and growing in your faith. It goes for whatever you started with God, you can finish it. I'm telling somebody this morning, get back in school. Get back in school. Get back, get back in, get back in school. Go back. Finish what you started. I don't know who that's for, but I feel it on here. Finish what you started. Finish what you started. Do you know Shaquille O'Neal has a doctorate degree? Not honorary. And earned doctorate in education. I know you don't believe me. Google it when you go home. 
after he finished with the NBA, after he made all the millions, went back to school and finished. It's in you to finish what you and God started together. Number three, and I'm done. It's in you to fulfill your purpose and make kingdom impact simultaneously. It's in you to fulfill your purpose and make kingdom impact simultaneously. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you don't have to choose. You can fulfill your purpose and make an impact in the kingdom at the same time. I, I hear it, I hear it, I'm, I'm going to finish on this, but I hear it said all the time, particularly for young professionals who are looking to understand where they ought to be in life, they come to me and they ask, how do I find my purpose? I want to fulfill my purpose. Pastor, help me discover what my purpose is. And one of the things that I like to remind people of who are looking for their purpose is that if you are faithful in what you do, oftentimes purpose will find you. You don't have to go looking for it. Be faithful where you are, what you're doing, and purpose will find you. Now, you don't believe me, so I'm going to give you a parable and I'm done. It's the parable of the bee. The bee. Y'all know what bees are. Bee. You say, what can I learn from a bee? A bee does one thing. He goes and he gets nectar from the flower so that he can make honey. Gets that nectar from the flower, goes back to the beehive, and they make the honeycomb, and, and in those little cells, they fill it up with honey. And every day the bee goes out because the nectar draws him because that's what he wants to do, to make honey. Every day, that's all he's doing, going from flower to flower, getting nectar because that's what's drawing him, the sweetness of the nectar. And he goes from flower to flower, brings it back to the hive, and they make honey. And we are glad that the bee does what he does. Because we can go to the store and buy its honey. We put its honey in our tea and we say that bee's a bad thing. We, we thank God for the bee. Thank God for the bee. We're trying to save the bees now so we can save our honey. What the bee does not know is that while he is getting nectar to make honey in his beehive, Something greater is happening. Because every time the bee goes into a flower, pollen gets on its wings. Every time the, the bee goes into a flower, pollen gets on its legs. And without the bee even knowing it, all he has on his mind is, I'm going to get some nectar. But because it's faithfully doing what is in its heart to do, he's pollinating the whole plant kingdom. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you don't have to go looking 
for your greater purpose. Just faithfully do what you're doing. I wish I had a witness. You missed your shout. See, some of y'all changing job after job after job, trying to find purpose over here and purpose over. Sit down somewhere. Be faithful at what you're doing. Do it well. Do it heartily. And purpose will find you. You think you're going to work to do this and something bigger, something greater that God in ah. Sit down, be still, faithfully do what God has called you to do and watch him do exceedingly, abundantly above all you could ask or think according to what was already working in you. That's why Paul says, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. Whatever you do, sweeping floors, do it heartily. Washing cars, do it heartily. Cutting hair, do it heartily. Mowing yards, do it heartily. Teaching kids, do it heartily. Counting money, do it heartily. Whatever. And watch God do something bigger through what you do faithfully. God will help you touch folk you never thought you'd touch. Impact people you never had an idea you would impact. Just because they came through your line. They just came through your line. You, you, you couldn't have planned it that way. But, but that's how God moves. That's how the Lord operates. Purpose will find you. Faithfully do what you've been called to do. And God will do the rest. So graduates, on this Pentecost Sunday, we salute you. And we remind you that everything you need is already in you. It's in you to be everything you want to be. It's in you to do everything you want to do. It's in you to accomplish everything you want to accomplish to the glory of the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you and give you his peace. There is a sweet anointing in your sanctuary there is a stillness in the atmosphere so come lay down the burdens you have carried for in this sanctuary God is here 
a sweet anointing in your sanctuary. There is a stillness in the atmosphere. Oh, come lay down the burdens you have carried for in the sanctuary God is here cause he Won't you bow your heads and close your eyes in this sanctuary? God is here. In this sanctuary, God is here. He's here to meet you. God is here to heal you. God is here to restore you. God is here to save you. And if you are here this morning and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you don't have to leave this service without making it so. So, so if you're here, how, how do you make Jesus Lord? It's, it's as simple as confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. What, what do I confess? That Jesus is Lord. 
that Jesus is the Son of God? What do I believe? That, that Jesus died on a cross and, and rose again from the dead? Is that simple? Absolutely. If you confess and believe in your heart the Lord Jesus Christ, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so if you're ready to do that this morning, if you're ready to do that in, in the privacy of your own heart, this is between you and God. And here's the good news. Whatever you and the Lord start together, he'll finish it with you. If you're ready to start this journey with the Lord, why don't you pray this prayer with me right now? Say, Lord, I believe this morning that Jesus is the Son of God. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Save me from my sin. By faith, I believe that I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, while your heads are still bowed, if you prayed that prayer, nobody's looking. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, just slip up your hand. If you just prayed that prayer and you've never prayed that prayer before and this was your first time praying that prayer, just raise your hand. Raise your hand. God bless you. 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 Hallelujah. 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 God is here. God saw your hands. God saw your hands. But more than your hands, God sees your heart. <laughs> God sees your heart. He knows where you are. He knows why you are where you are. And God is here to meet you here right now. So I want to invite you. If you raised your hand and you're ready publicly to, to declare what you've just prayed privately, we invite you to come now and, and say publicly, yes, Jesus is Lord of my life. I just did it, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of my faith. I'm not ashamed that I'm now saved. Hallelujah. 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 If you're also ready to join this church, you don't have a church home, but but the Lord led you here this morning. You don't know why, but, but you were obedient and you got here and, and you heard the word of the Lord speaking to you right now and, and God says something further. He says, make this your home. If you're ready to do that, you come right now. Wherever you are, whoever you are, come right now. Come right now. Slide out of your seat. Slide out of that pew. You come right now. We're, we're waiting for you. We're waiting. We're waiting. Come on. Come on. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. Come on. Hallelujah. Yes, Hallelujah. God bless you. Come yes, on. Come on. Yes, Come on. God bless you. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Bless you. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. There's somebody else. There's somebody else. We're going to wait for you. We're going to wait for you. God is, it's, it's Pentecost Sunday. The Holy Spirit is in this place. And he's already touched your heart. He's knocking on the door. Let him in. Don't deny him this morning. Don't deny him this morning. You don't know how many more Sundays you've got, but you got today. You got today. 
you ought to use today and get it right today. Hallelujah. Come right now. The doors of the church are open. Come now. Come now. Come now. In the sanctuary, God is here. God. Oh, come lay down. The burdens, the burdens you have carried. For in the sanctuary, in this if you're watching online, you can join as well. Scan the QR code. There's someone who will get in touch with you. If you reach out to us by way of the K Chapel app or the website, let us know that you're ready to join the church, that you confess Christ this morning. Go online. Let us know that. And Someone with the new member's orientation will reach out to you and bring you into this family formally and into this, this community of faith. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. God bless you. Come on, let's give God some praise this morning. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise this morning. Amen. Thank God for salvation. Amen. We invite you now to prepare your hearts for sharing of the elements, the bread and the wine, which symbolizes the body and the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We do this every fourth Sunday, which is our tradition here in this local church. If you're at home and you don't have these particular elements, we invite you to go to your pantry and if you will, get a cracker or a piece of bread of some sort along with juice of some sort amen and join us here in this moment are there others who need there's some in the back some in the back who need served God bless you they're coming now some in the back in the overflow they're waving their hands in the overflow balcony are you okay you need one in the balcony? There, there are two in the balcony, two in the balcony. We have some over on my right side, some over on my right side who need serving. Do we have more? Thank you, Deacon. Ushers are helping us out. God bless you, ushers. Thank you. There are about three hands over here to my right. Ushers, if you can help us over here. Raise your hands now. They're coming now. God bless you. Thank you. Still two in the balcony. Yes. Are we good in the overflow now? We're good. Thank you. God bless you.
have all been served. And he took bread, break it, and blessed it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Likewise, after the same manner, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, This is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering. Until he comes again, let us drink together. When they had finished, they sung a hymn and went out into the Mount of Olives. What a fellowship! What? what a joy divine! On. On the come on, sing with us. What? What a blessing! What a peace is mine! Leaning on. Leaning Come on, everybody sing. Come on, stand to your feet. Sing with us. Oh, we are leaning. Leaning. Safe and secure from all alone. Leaning. Leaning. Leaning on the of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.